Lesson six. I talked last lesson about the importance of willpower. Let's imagine a situation where you've been working very hard and then you had a big party in the evening, lots of friends came, they stayed until two o'clock and you were so tired that you just didn't want to face the dishes to be washed and the apartment that needed to be cleaned up or whatever and so you went to bed, but getting to bed at 2.30 whenever it was, having to get up at 6 or 7, gave you very little sleep. So that the rest of the, so that the whole of the next day you were sort of groggy and not able to do very much. And you came home and you saw those dishes in the sink and you thought, oh my God, after all this, I just can't face it. And so you sort of collapse on the bed in exhaustion. And then suddenly the telephone rings. And somebody that you'd like very much, whom you haven't seen for many years, is in town for just that one evening. Suddenly, where did all that energy come from? You have all the energy you wanted because you had the will to do it. And when the will was lacking, when you saw those dishes and you thought you didn't want to do it, suddenly you found you didn't have the energy to do it. Again and again you'll find in your life that the amount of energy that you have depends upon the willpower that you bring to bear on it. When you want something, you have the strength to do it. When you don't want to, your energy itself seems somehow to be paralyzed. Now this principle you can bring to bear on your body, you can bring to bear on your mind, on your actions, on anything that you want. Somebody asked somebody a question once, uh, a man whom I consider very wise, is it possible for inspiration to be under the control of one's will. And he said, yes, take down this poem. And he immediately on the spot, even though he was busy doing other things, dictated a poem. And it came out beautifully. Well, you can do that with your own mind. If you can gain control over your willpower, this is the axiom to live by. The greater the will, the greater the flow of energy. Will, however, does not mean, and this is a mistake that many people make, they think that will means gritting your teeth and getting all tense. No, in fact, willpower is something that you can accomplish when you really want something. There's no sense of tension there. When you don't want it, when you're trying to force yourself, then is when you feel the tension. Magnetism is a drawing energy rather than a driving energy. So put your mind to something, not by tension, but by really wanting. I would say that a good key in your life would be, therefore, willingness. Practice willingness in everything that you do. An attitude to have, if you really want to succeed in life, is to be consciously and deliberately happy. You can be. If you don't wait for circumstances to make you happy, just enjoy what you're doing. You'll find that in that act of enjoyment, you'll have a hundred times more energy than in gritting your teeth and willing something to happen against what you would really like. Get yourself into that mindset that says, I enjoy what I'm doing. I'm happy in my work. Be happy in yourself. Don't wait for circumstances to give you that happiness. Just tell yourself that you can be happy as an attitude. Don't wait for things to make you happy, but be happy. And in that happiness will come willingness, will come rejoicing, will come a sense of uh, 
I, I had this, I've had this attitude many times in my life where I found that I just couldn't make myself do something until suddenly I convinced my mind that it was pleasant to do, that I enjoyed doing it, that it was a worthwhile service for other people, that there, it was a meaningful action. And then suddenly I found that I had the will to do it, and as soon as I had that will, I found that I had the energy. Now there's something else that happens, interestingly enough, that when you develop a positive attitude toward life, those circumstances which you have considered negative, which were perhaps opposed to what you would really like to do, somehow change. I'll tell you a curious story. Somebody who was working in a garden. A true story. And this garden had very steep hills, and he was asked every day to get out there and walk those hills, clambering up and down, watering all the plants. And he hated that job. And every morning he would grit his teeth and think, oh, I hope I don't have to do that today. And every day that was the job that he was given to do. Until finally one morning he woke up and he thought, well, if I've got to be given this job every day, I might as well learn to enjoy it. So he lay there in bed and sort of pictured the enjoyment of clambering up and down those slippery, wet uh, hillsides with a clammy, ro a clammy hose in his hand. Somehow he managed to turn it into a feeling of, but look at all these beautiful plants I'm going to be nurturing, watering. What a lovely garden we're going to have. It's worth it. And he came to work that morning with the thought that finally he would enjoy it. And that was the day that he was no longer given that job. Because somehow he'd overcome his resistance to it, everything became somehow more harmonious with his own more deep-seated and more natural tastes. And so you'll find that this kind of attitude of positive thinking, of uh, positive expectations, of being friendly toward other people and so on, will actually bring to you those things that are more naturally compatible with your own nature. So, the greater the will, or we could say, the greater the willingness, the greater the enjoyment in what you're doing, the greater the chances are that you will not only be able to do it better, but also that you will begin to find that those things which are drawn to you are in harmony with your own nature, that you'll begin to manifest a more natural kind of magnetism, expressing that which you are rather than that which you're merely affirming, and your whole life, therefore, will become more harmonious.